Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Against Gill, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! To the Sneaker History Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. I'm Robbie, chilling here with my guy Adrian, and we're going to have a little interview session. It's it's going to be a good time. I'm good. Uh, Very excited to have you here. We've spoken about it for a while. You're a listener, and those two things together just builds up the hype for me personally. I'm like, oh, I'm stoked for this conversation. This would be a good one. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. Big fan for sure. Nah. So we're just going to get right into the nitty gritty, kind of like we do with these. Um, before we jump all the way in, I got to remember this time since we're on YouTube now, um, like, subscribe, um, hit that pound button, do whatever you have to do, the hot words people do for YouTube yes, nowadays. Uh, <laughs> I sit there watching YouTube all day long, so it's kind of weird reciprocating that kind of um uh follow me status but yeah please do it's fun tune in we got yeah. other great episodes in there but um adrian man of the hour yes, uh, let, let's just start out man with um where you're from what you do and then we'll kind of dive into sneakers like who's adrian cool man so i am uh born and raised in la um, I work for Shoe Palace. I'm the social media manager there. I create, curate, and kind of, you know, put all the content together, um, put everything on web, kind of just run that content creation side. And that's who I am really at, at the core. I'm just a dude with a wife and a kid who loves shoes, man. That's that's just really the end all be all, man. You're the core audience. We're, we're the yeah. kind of people we're looking for. People... Yep. Who just like legitimately like sneakers, but have a life, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Soul supremacy has a saying, a life over shoes. So yeah, no, it's, that's what it is. We just, I grew up loving shoes and, and here I am now, I'm, you know, blessed enough to be able to do legitimately something that I love. So it, it's, you know, it's dope. So sure. Dodgers or Angels? Bro, um, honestly, n- neither, but Dodgers, no, I guess. I don't. I don't watch baseball. I'm not a baseball guy, man. Yeah, it's that's a snooze fest for me. That's a real <laughs> answer. The kind of LA thing, I guess you you have to ask if you're interviewing somebody. Yeah, no, I get it a lot, man. Clippers or Lakers? Lakers, man. Come on now. That's that's an easy one. That's a Marcelo Wallace. I think he's brain trying to brainwash people everywhere into thinking the Clippers or <laughs> something. He's trying for years, so nah, I can check, check nah. the vibe. Nah. Only not Lakers. Here. Only Lakers, man. All day. I got a buddy, and and you can probably um, adhere to this, too. It's like he says, um, you know, you're a Laker. Don't have that Clipper mentality. It's it's like such yeah. a mindset. It's like you're going <laughs> to – Clippers are just all-time losers no matter what yeah, you do. Just, no you matter how bring, hard they try. Bring on – you could bring on Jesus Christ at power forward, and yeah. you're still not You're still not going to get back the, the second not, round. Yeah, it's going to hit the backboard on a three, shit like that, you know. But that's good to hear. You got to make sure people are repping for the right team. <laughs> yeah, I, man. I bring that up because the NBA season's fresh. Um, yes. It just started last month. So, um, you know, it's, yeah. just, it's good to make sure people are rolling with the champs when you're talking to yeah, them. Yeah, man. Ring, ring day today. So we're good. Or, cool. yeah. <laughs> no, I got you. Um, it's always weird recording in the future, I guess, in it the is. past, before the future. It is, bro. That's all I was like, wait. My bad. The Go Avengers on. make it look so easy. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> We, we just got to hire the Russo brothers and we'll get this down pat. Sure, but, um, so native Los Angelino, right? Yes, sir. And what, what kind of got you 
into sneakers. So like the Lakers, obviously there's been Laker heat since we were born. People rock yeah. heat for the Lakers. So like what got you into shoes? Yeah. So um, really it was the Adidas Kobe one. Uh, the, like I think they called it the sunshine. It was all yellow boot looking thing. Um, I had a cousin who was like the cool cousin of the family and he always had like the new stuff. And I remember we went to like a function and he was there and I was like, bro, what are those? And he was like, oh, these are the Kobe's like whatever. Right. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute. So I did my research, asked for them. My parents were like, nah, bro, you're tripping. Come get these Reeboks. And I was like, all right. Um, a year later, I was just like, hey, man, I really like those shoes. Do you still have them? Can I have them? And he was like, yeah, man, you can have them. I don't wear them anymore. So um, he was like, come pick them up. So I got my mom. She took me, picked them up. Uh, they were a size too small. They were a nine. I was a 10 but I made it work. I actually still have them somewhere. Um, they're super beat, but I'm not getting rid of those. Cause that was like my intro to just the love of it. You know, that's a ceremonial shoe. That's something. Yeah, man, remember. that's, that's going to be there. Even if nobody's going to wear it, it's going to be there for a minute. And the best part of that story is your mom went and took you cause kids nowadays don't know about like your parents having to take you to your cousins or yeah. take you to the store to get something. You just couldn't get off, yeah. off shoe palace and shipped out to you you had to go it, it was a yeah jerk and it was fun. no man it was i had to request i had to request a drop off and pick up you know so it, 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 she was what, cool so what was the first pair then like or one of the first pairs you bought with your own money after the kobe one yeah, with my own money i uh this was when the camarillo outlets had probably just opened so there was a puma store and i was really into like straps and like stuff like that. So I bought two pairs of the Puma, like sky high. It's the one where it has like two giant straps at the top. Mm-hmm. I bought an all white and an all black. And whew, I thought I was, you know, P Diddy himself, man. Like I was, I was in it. So that was my first, and they were like 30 bucks each. But to me, that was like months worth of just cleaning and fucking mowing the lawn and doing dumb shit. So it was, it was a big moment, but those were mine, man. Man, so Puma would do that. I know Filas with the high top and low top would do yeah. the two for 60, two for 80. Yeah. There'd be like the, Re- the Reebok workouts for like yeah. two for 60. And like um, buy one, get one half off type BOGO. But you got two looks. You got a I, you got a black shoe and a white shoe. Like what yep, you need to do? A day and a night. Yep, a day and a night look, man. I was ready. And then so. you get to... And then you get to take care of, I know when I was little, like you get to take care of the shoe for a little bit. Like you yeah. just bought it. You're you like, had to. two things. You had to, you had to clean it. You had to like, actually like make sure that like, you were like watching what you were doing with it. Yeah. Like, you couldn't, you know, yeah, it was, it was a different thing back then for sure. It's funny thinking about it in retrospect. You're like, I was guarding $30 shoes. Like they were fucking. Yeah, for real. Like for real, like for real, for real. Like I didn't know about like vans and stuff like that at the time. It was just like, you know, my dad always was wearing like work boots or whatever. So I didn't really, it was just me who kind of picked it up. So it was always like, whatever I could get my hand on, it was like, cool. This is what we're rocking with. I always think that's fun because a lot of dads out there, shout out to sneaker dads on Instagram. Um, you know, they get their kids into shoes and that's fantastic. But coming into yeah. a blind and it's being able to absorb whatever yeah. you want. Because, you know, your dad could have been a Chicago Bulls fan growing up and yeah. now you fucking idolize Jordan. Or maybe nowadays you're a Kobe or LeBron fan when like maybe that kid by himself would have gravitated towards something completely different. So yeah, for sure. Both sides of the coin are cool. There's not a there's not a wrong side. But I was the same way. My dad like wore some like beat Reeboks and like penny yeah. loafer. He wasn't really yeah. about sneakers. So yeah. it blew their mind the first couple of times how into it we were, right? You're just like, hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, let me bug the shit out of you really quick and tell you how bad I need these. Yeah. And you're still not gonna get them for me. Yeah, for sure. No, it was, it was, um, it was different times for sure, man. So different times. we got Adidas, we got some Puma there. Um, yep. what was like the first pair of like, uh, I guess, I, I guess Air Jordan typically goes to like, um, like hype shoe, but it, it wasn't even hype back then. Just like something. No, nah, I can tell you my first Jordan. I know exactly what it is. Uh, yeah. It was a basketball shoe because I had started playing basketball, obviously. Uh, um, it was the Jumpman. It was like one of the team shoes. I remember, I don't remember the name of it, but it just came back actually like last year. 
and it has like it had like a metallic rim around it with the big Jordan on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, I know exactly. And I that was my first, and I bought that out the outlet, and that was my first Jordan. It was black and white. I love that shoe to death. Um, and I was obviously I was like well not obviously, but I was I was garbage. Like I wasn't good, but I had my Jordans on, so I was like, let's go, you know. Throw me the rock. Let me turn it over real quick. Like you know, is it was it was it was dope, man. Like I love the honesty. It's just <laughs> I was I garbage, man. I was yeah. garbage. Hey, but having fun and feeling—I mean, feeling good and having fun—is like oh yeah, that, that's what it's about. I mean, like oh, yeah. unless you're running a and kids weren't running AAU like that. Nah, not like, like that. No. <laughs> your nah, was, wasn't doing that. You know, I had a I had a drop step and a bounce pass. Like that was my like, I'm drop stepping or I'm bounce passing. That's the two go to. Hey, nothing wrong with feeding your home. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah. I try not to like think of Jordans first, but like that's kind of like the de- like the de facto yeah. first like because typically they cost over a hundred dollars. So it's yeah. like that's the first like either first, you, like, broke, purchase. you broke yeah. your parents down enough or you saved enough. It's like one yeah. of the two one of the two avenues or you had a cool cousin, whatever it might be. Um, It's got to be quite different now for your son. I mean, are you the kind of dad who just has like mad shoes stacked already or? Um, No, I kind of with him and I kind of go as I I, I want, like we, we, like my wife and I um, go as just kind of as we want with it. Um, He's I dude, I have him rocking new balances for the most time because them shits, I feel like he loves them. They're comfortable. They got a strap on it. I don't have to struggle. And he's got like his retros, he's got like his fours, his fives, you know, his ones or whatever. But it's just not the same. Yeah, he doesn't care. So I, I don't care either. Like I just I at first I was like, this guy's gonna like fucking once all the time, like every day. But like this dude just wants to be like a little barefoot and like not give a shit he likes shoes though like i'll give him a pair and he'll be like ah like excited about it um but for the most part like i just try to keep them you know with whatever sometimes if i get something and i'll get his mom the same thing and they'll match and stuff like that but you know i try try not to get too cute 90 percent of dads are going to give the exact same answer as you because like it looks cool on instagram right you see somebody with their you know you match your son with like a pair of jordan ones but then you got to think about like the five seconds after when he jumps into a huge puddle and just trashes them yeah. or just like takes them off and leaves. Yeah. Or he just doesn't like how they feel. Cause you know, they have laces and yeah. they untie and like, they just don't like that shit. So he's a human and has taste and knows what he likes. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, like, these are cool, bro. But like, where are my new balances at? Or like, where are my, you know, bear slippers at? Like grow up, yeah. bro. And I'm like, all right, my bad dude. Yeah, you know? put, that, put that baby shark on. Give me my bear slippers. Yeah, man. Take these things off me, bro. Give me my shit back. Like, it's just like, all right, bro. No, so it works, man. It, it's always a fun question with dads, especially a dad that, like, works in the sneaker business. And, like, you, yeah. I mean, people just always think, I have friends at Finish Line and, you know, you at Shoe Palace and friends at other places. I mean, even directly brands, they think this like everything shows up at their front doorstep. And it's just like, not so much. It, it's, it's my work. It's just like not the same kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, not. Same thing you're going to, but different with having a different angle working in the business. Um, you don't get quite as much as people think on the internet where it's just like, Oh, I yeah. work. I'm the social media manager. I get every pair of shoes under the sun. Like <laughs> yeah. how has that changed your perception on sneakers? Like how, how does what you do? Like, are you, are, are sneakers still as much fun as they used to be being around them every day? Um, they are just because at this point in my life, I can actually afford the stuff that I really want. Mm-hmm. And like, for the most part, you get to see everything beforehand and in, in, in kind of a way where you can like look at it and like touch it and like, you know, photograph it. And so then that kind of tells you like, oh, I really don't like the shoe or like, oh, I really like the shoe. This is much better in person. So I think it just heightens your senses a little bit as far as like you're not getting everything because you don't know if it's going to be good or not. You're not just like going after every single release. You're kind of more like, all right, I'm going to skip that one. All right, I'm going to get that one. Like, mm-hmm. I think it, it it lets you kind of level out like your real like, what do you really like? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's for the most part, that's what happens. Like, you just kind of like, for the most part, grow up. Like, you just kind of go, okay. You wisen like, up a little bit. Yeah, I could skip that one. Like the next one's coming. Like I could skip that one. Mm-hmm. So 
it's cool, man. I mean, it, it's, it's dope to just be able to see them um, ahead of time and things like that. So, so I mean, so you're involved with the photo process. That kind of segues to, like, what you do at Shoe Palace and, like, what, like, yeah, answer that. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. So okay. I, I manage I manage the team that creates the content. So we have photographers, designers, a videographer. Um, and so we put the plans together to like shoot the content of a specific way. Um, and then we, you know, kind of campaign it out or we do just some cool product shots. There's usually always a rhyme and reason behind everything is what I like. Mm-hmm. My main focus in this position is like how I see it is to tell stories, um, especially being like a, a sneakerhead and being into that. And I, I use the term sneakerhead a little loosely now that I'm like in it yeah. um, because it can mean so many things, but as being someone that's like has a love for the culture of sneakers. Um, I do want to tell the right stories and like cool stories. Um, so that's really my main focus. And I just, you know, try and make good content that tells like real stories of like, you know, that people can relate to, like, you know, mm-hmm. you can, that's just you what can it is. the difference, like not just in, in sneakers, but in any kind of outlet, anybody who yeah. is uh, managing a product, like you can tell when somebody is really with it and isn't with it. You don't have to be copping every yeah. single drop to be a sneakerhead. You could just be somebody Absolutely. who has been buying sneakers and love the game. Like in 2020, our brain goes to who has the most amount of shoes. Yeah. And and Nick's um, Nick has a YouTube channel also where he was talking about how it doesn't matter if you have 10 shoes or 10 million. Like yeah. if you love those 10 shoes, you're a sneakerhead. If you love those five yeah. years, there's Absolutely. Yeah. There's no specific way to go about it. Um, yeah. So, w- what is your background entail? So, like, are are you are are you nice behind the camera? Like, what did you do before taking on this role? Oh, sure. Did you be ready for this role? Um, I went to school for graphic design, so I'm a designer by heart, by trade, I guess mm-hmm. you can say. So, I worked in the graphic design world for about 11 years before I did this, mm-hmm. um, and so that kind of prepared me to be able to understand the process behind it and kind of what it takes to do everything and, and like what things you need to be good at, what things are needed. Um, so that's kind of my, that's my background. And so I just, you know, continue to push and try to evolve. Cause at the time, it, like everyone was a designer, like everybody was a designer. So mm-hmm. I just had to evolve and, and, and kind of figure out what's next. And that's when like, like the social media stuff was really like kicking off and people were like, Oh, this is the thing. So then that's, you know, I was, I always, count my blessings because it's like i just was like at the right time right right place right time and then mm-hmm. i got this like opportunity because i hadn't really you know done too much social i like created for social but i wasn't like in it and posting and doing stuff other than my own so i really just had the opportunity and i and it grew from there and that was what three years ago um uh like in, in the actual like position and so mm-hmm. yeah man i I want to say I got lucky, but obviously like I put in the work, like that's what it's about. You just got to put in the work and learn everything you can. What got you into into design? I'm always curious if it's like, I mean, it's not always shoes. So like what got you interested in the first first place? Um, Comic books, man. Uh, Power Rangers, Spider-Man. Like I grew up on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I grew up on uh, Power Rangers. I grew up on Spider-Man, like Saturday morning cartoons and, my goal really was to become a like illustrator and uh, like animation person. And, and, um, uh, somewhere I just kind of was like, Oh, maybe I'm going to do this because of computers and, and computers are kind of a big deal right now. Maybe I should, you know, like that's when it was kind of like, you know, technology was kind of booming. So I was like, maybe I should do this version of it. So yeah, I started drawing and then it just kind of evolved into like, you know, graphic design and man, you know, here I am, man you're nice with the pivots or it is, or it is like understanding when something is going to happen. That's a skill to, to yeah. have the designed comic books. Right. So you, you yeah. love designing, but then, okay, I see computers are coming up. So yeah. having the foresight to be like, all right, I should probably go learn how to use a fucking computer. And then you see social media coming in. It's like, Oh, I should probably learn yeah. how to do the social media thing. That's a great I, I thing. Mean, <laughs> I mean, really I think is. it's, I think it is like, I didn't even think of it that way. For me, it was just like, I don't want to get left behind. Like, I don't want to be like, you know, not, not like a knock to them, but like, I don't want to be like my parents. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that. Like, cause you know, 
for us, like in the Hispanic community, like you stick with the job till you retire. Like you, if you're like, my mom was a lunch lady for the LUSD. And so she was a lunch lady for the LUSD for 20 some years. Like she was not trying to go anywhere else, was not trying to change her path or anything. Didn't want to be a manager. She just wanted to be a lunch lady. Um, my dad was a like a foreman and he was like, same thing. He's just like, mm-hmm. this is what I do. I go home. I come home. I eat, go back to work. And I'm just like, ah. so it's always been just like a drive. Like you just want to like, I don't want to be stuck, bro. Like I don't mm-hmm. like, so like right now it's like, okay, the social media thing, it's like, this is what's happening. It's, it's growing, you know, I'm, shoe palace is booming. Um, and so I think, you know, I don't know what my next pivot is. I hope there isn't one, but yeah. I'm sure I'll find it. <laughs> no, I mean, it's okay to to keep pivoting until you find something you could do yeah. for 20 years. Um, no, not yet, for that's, sure. That's so interesting because like my dad and my mom, uh, I grew up in Vegas, so they've always worked in the casino business their entire yeah. life. I've come, like, they've come home and bitched about it, like, their entire lives. <laughs> yeah, and, like, pay for my sister and I to go to college. Like, there's this that mindset you're talking about like there's nothing wrong with it i mean if that's, yeah, if that's no. what you want to do like that's just the yeah. old school mentality like that yeah. was an old school guy it's like it's a different that's what it was man it was it is it is and and i think right now like the kids that are coming up are and i always tell like my nieces and nephews and stuff it's like it, right now it's a scarier mindset because a lot of these kids come out of school and they're like well where's my 100k like where's my i'm a graduate where's my money bro and it's like mm, that's not like it took me it, it takes time and it, you got to put in the work and you got to be an expert now and then you know companies want hybrid people that can like design like write you know photograph uh fucking you know great speaker like Mm-hmm. so it's like they don't get that and that's what's kind of like scary like so like with my son i'm like bro i mean he's only two so i'm not really telling him much but yeah in my head i'm like we're gonna have to figure this we're gonna have to figure this out because you're not yeah mijo bro come on bro you're not you're not gonna be 18 graduating talking about i'm gonna make you know 90k like you know nah bro you're gonna start off at like 20 yeah and, and you're gonna work your way up bro so that's it's a- just realization within itself so you're dropping <laughs> gems. you didn't even know adrian you're gonna be coming on here dropping gems yeah like, man i mean just time bro <laughs> why, not, i mean i'm only 32 no 33 geez but <laughs> i feel like you know i've been in it so man. no you have and that's why these interviews are so much fun because when people start talking about themselves a little bit they don't realize all the time that they have great information within themselves yeah. that they can bring up on other people. <laughs> so if you're if you're a 15 12 year old 18 year old 30 year old listening it's like man design's kind of cool like or yeah. i already know how to design like what do i do with this the design skill what do i do with it yeah. go learn how to do social like, go learn how to properly take photos yeah. of what you go like mike's done uh mike the other co-host of the show has done a great job yeah. of starting out like all right, he's doing a little writing with us. Then he starts doing the podcast. Now he has his YouTube yeah. video. Like you can keep learning. You just gotta evolve, man. It, it's what it is. You gotta evolve. You can't stay stagnant. Not at all. And that's what, like, that's actually a fantastic pivot. Pivot's the the key word of the day. Like Shoe Palace has done a really good job of that. Like there, yeah. maybe I guess you've done a really good job of that. The content feels fresh. It feels yeah. relatable. But on top of that, like. I've never looked at Shoe Palace and thought like, that's just, that's just like a boring like shoe shop. It's it's like, there's always yeah. been like a little bit of flavor to it. And I think the shoe community, if you're, if you make purchases there, you probably like doing it. So like, how, like what does digital creation mean to you in regards to like being the voice of a brand or showing a brand? Like, yeah. I know I go through that mentality when I'm posting on sneaker history. It's like, all right, what should sneaker history be posting? Not like, yeah. what does Robbie want to post? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that's really what I found out and what I realized here is that, like, it really is about the stories. And, like, they have to be the right story. They can't just be, like, they can't, everything, everything can't be hype. Like, everything can't be over the top. It has to be relatable and it has to be the right story. Um, and I think that's what we've done a good job of is, is kind of connecting with our consumer, which is, um, really key. And we've just kind of, you know, kept them moving along with us. So like we've evolved, they've evolved 
and we've brought other people that like maybe wouldn't have looked at us like three years ago, four years ago, five years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're starting to notice like, oh, these, you know, these guys are like about the stories, the, the experience, um, and all that stuff. And really, I think what tops all of it. And I think it's been kind of uh, a key part of everything is like our community stuff. Like our community mm -hmm. stuff is really, really big. Um, and it's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be when I first came in. Um, cause they were still doing it, but now we have this platform where we can really show like, yo, this isn't just like a weekly, like yearly thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not a, it is weekly. It's not month. yearly. No, that's why I, that's why I stopped. I was like, it, it's not a yearly, like here's two events. It's like legit, you know, every week there's something for Christmas. We did, um, I think three give backs in the five days. So it's like, it's mm -hmm. not just like, we're not trying to stunt or we're not trying to do that. Like we genuinely care about the communities that we're in. And that's just kind of speaks to honestly, the ownership, like, you know, everyone, everyone there is super hands-on. It's owned by four brothers. Um, the brothers are all incredible people. Um, I think pretty sure, I don't want to butcher it, but I'm pretty sure they're Armenian. They're, they're, you know, immigrants. They're not from here. Um, they started off in a, um, which called flea market. It grew into a couple stores and, you know, the dad, the brothers, they all kind of grew it and legit. The, the dad's still around, man. And he's like, this is just a, a good dude. And then the brothers are like incredible. They like, you know, they'll call you and be like, how's everything? I hope you're good. Like, it's not just, it's not, it's different because they understand like that we're like, you know, where the face of it and like the employees are really more than just employees. Like, I know it's like cheesy, like, Oh, it's family, but like, it does feel that way. Like it really does. Like, you know, so it, I think all of that put together is like the right combination of like, like you just kind of like the perfect sandwich, man. Like it's just a little bit of everything and it just works. You bring the right people within the community to you. So like back in yeah. December, you did the Frank cook, like Christmas gear. And yeah. like Frank's no stranger in the sneaker community. He's one of yeah. the biggest people creating. He does a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. Um, one of the biggest people with um, working with almost every brand. Like this, he's yeah. been about his moves. So to bring people in the community to work with you and then do something for the community out of it, like yeah. that's different than being like, hey, here's five grand. Um, go buy some school supplies, maybe. Like, yeah. No, I, I mean, and then Frank has been like, super influential with me personally, um, getting to know him. Um, he's just a really good, genuine dude and he's passionate about it. And you, and if you follow him, you know, like he's extremely passionate about like the right stories. So, mm -hmm. um, it's always, it's always cool to have someone like in your back pocket that can just kind of like guide you a little bit and like tell you like, yo, this is, you know, this uh, it's not the right move or whatever. So, I mean, shout out to Frank, man. He's, he's, he really is the goat man. Like he's, he's, he's different. So, him with everybody else that we like kind of work with and partner with i think it's just again the perfect like sandwich man mm -hmm. ham man. and cheese bro ham and cheese man swiss or cheddar uh, with your uh, hand ah uh, cheddar man cheddar. i don't like swiss either swiss is never been <laughs> my thing. i don't know what it is um yeah. so I, I mean they're both cheeses and cheese is fantastic um yeah, have, like. yeah man you can't you can't mess with it. So like, yeah. this has always kind of confused me. So break it down a little bit for me. So like okay. shoe palace is a cheese and shop nice kicks is a cheese. How, like, how, how do those, like, are they both the same flavor? Like what's the hierarchy? I would say, I would say no, I, I actually think shoe palace is the bread. Okay. Um, uh, shop nice kicks is the cheese. And then like, you know, we're us over here. We're the meat, bro. Like, it I'm asking you the most is. stupid question. So you you killed hey, me. But that that's a dope analogy, man. I like that. That's, we're learning stuff today. I tried, to, I tried to spike up. I tried to set you up, and you still spiked it. I fumbled. Yeah, I got you, man. Nah, I'm ready, so, man. Nah, I think yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I've always been curious because you know I see both shops. I see, I mean, get good releases too. So it's like I see when I'm like yeah. looking for raffles and stuff. I'm like, all right, so you two both got it. Like, what's like? Do you? Is it like a? like shared stuff like is it like the the foot brand where it's like they all kind of like how do, yeah how does it look like i don't know i don't, I don't understand i mean for, for the most part it's like that like you know for locker is the big one and then like champ sports you know mm -hmm. so it's like same idea okay. um 
there's different tiers to both because Nice Kicks is more of a um, boutique. Okay. So they get okay. they get a little bit more different tiers as far as like releases, and then Shoe Palace is is Shoe Palace has done, and again, a testament to the brothers, done a really good job of stepping outside that. Like this is like a retailer. Like they've mm-hmm. been able to get. Well, we also get like quick strikes and like you know a couple like gems here and there. Um, so they've done a really good job of that relationship with Jordan Brand, and and really Jordan Brand has been about about us for a while just because we i think we we align perfectly with like community and unity and all that stuff mm-hmm. so i think it's just like again just done a good job and that's kind of the hierarchy of like product i guess yeah so how does that look now with gd sports like how how is that relationship uh shaping up like talk to me about that i'll, I'll, I'll leave man. it ended. i don't know yeah man honestly uh, no idea like i i know that um we are still you know the brothers still run it it's still family owned it's still a day-to-day you know brothers thing mm-hmm. um i think from my understanding and this is just me like kind of reading things and like you know i don't really ask questions man because that's like personal stuff and like oh yeah yeah you know what i mean so i i from my understanding it's more of like just a, an overall partnership. It's not really like a buyout. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just gives us like, I, I think it, it opens the door for more, for more opportunity. Um, and just uh, like longevity, I think it, it, it's going to allow us to grow. So that's beautiful. That's like what wow, I've that's, taken from it, you know, that's what I was hoping you would say because, yeah. um, not just in shoes, but wherever you like buying these, maybe it's a comic book shop. We were talking about comics earlier. Yeah. Like it's totally cool. If two forces combined, just like you still yeah. want the four, the first force to feel like, let's yeah. make another comic book. You know, you could like have Spider-Man join the X-Men every now and again, but you still want to have Spider-Man be Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, no. And I think that's what it is. And I think that's why they're super smart about like this, this merger partnership, whatever they want to call it. Um mm-hmm. And just picking the right partner because you know they're mainly Europe, a European brand, so they're not yeah. really trying to, you know, take over. They're trying to kind of expand their demographic and their market. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, like you know, you know, it just makes sense, I guess. You know, uh, so I watch a lot of YouTube, and there's been things like just with food, like your two favorite restaurants become one. Yeah, like, but some maybe they're just only in Europe, or maybe they're only in Asia, but they have an <laughs> yeah, outreach. Yeah. Um, uh, what's that Filipino spot? Um, with Jolly the bumblebee, on. Jolly yeah, Bee. Jolly, yeah, Bee, so yeah. like, I mean, that's a European thing. They're just, they're out here now. The franchisees are still, yeah. yeah. I'm going on a weird tangent, so I'm going to no, drop that there. But that's, that's, that's crazy. crazy. I knew that, no, it's yeah. Jolly Bee, man. Like, I'm always interested. I didn't. There's, they're back in Vegas. There's none in Portland. But when I'm back yeah. home, it's always In and Out Cafe Rio, like good Bro, Mexican Cafe food. Rio. <laughs> man cafe rio man um what was the other place uh in summerland there's a place called uh chicago brewery have you had that yes fire bro <laughs> i'm in so, vegas man man cafe rio will put you in a coma in the best kind of way bro, that, that's so an instant good. nap so good it's the tortillas so, man but you gotta make I it think fresh it is, man. i think it is man and the chicken the shredded chicken is <laughs> something I mean, else you get some places where it's like all water and onion and has no flavor like Cafe Rio does it right. Yes. Yeah, it's, man, for sure. It's a beautiful thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, I like saying beautiful things because there's a lot of beauty in this world. Um, when sure. things are done right, you just feel it. So, like, yeah. Shoe Palace has done a lot of really sick collabs. So, I, I, I pulled up here six just random collabs over the past couple of years since you've worked there. Okay. And um, let's just, let's just kind of remind the people of what kind of stuff is out there. Um, okay. I think the biggest one and easiest one that also ties into the community we've been talking about is the SB Gina Jordan one. Yes. Like, what was that story like? Like, t- tell um, us the SB Gina story as far as you remember. So, yeah. So SB Gina is a uh, retired teacher from San Jose. And she would always come into, I believe it's our Valley Fair location in San Jose. Mm-hmm. And she would come every release. And every time she would buy whatever release was was like available so she started picking up some traction because she would always post herself and she's like a cute little old lady um and so she would post herself and tag us and like she started growing a little like following and then 
one day, uh, I think Frank was like, oh, have you guys talked to her? And we were like, mm, uh, Frank Cook? Yeah, Frank Cook, man. So he was like, uh, y'all should talk to her. And I was like, and you know, everyone else was like, oh, okay. So that's where it kind of like blossomed into like, let's tell her story. Cause she had a cool story. Like, you know, she's from San Jose. She grew up, you know, on the fields. And then she's like, out of like a couple bro- like brothers and sisters, she went to school, became a teacher, teached, like it was a teacher for her whole entire life. Um, still, still goes back and teaches um, kind of more on just like a volunteer basis, but she's still kind of active in the community and things like that. And on top of that, she was buying every single Jordan release and like the kids were really like about it. They were like, yeah. oh, yeah, they were like, oh, damn, what are those? You know, like I remember she rolled up the first time I met her. She rolled up in a, a a lime green Jordan like hoodie, like super oversized. Um, she had like a black dress on, and she had the Gatorade sixes, like the bright green ones. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like I get it, I get, I get it, I get the swag. Like, listen, I'm, I'm in, you know. So that's kind of how they built it. You know, Jordan Brand really wanted to tell a different story, not like a, a athlete. We wanted to kind of highlight someone in the community and it was more of like a this is what we want to do and they were like this is great so from my understanding it kind of blossomed from there um and then we you know we put it all together we put like 10 10 boxes uh for the release we did um scantrons we did like this big event at the school that she was volunteering at we like repurposed the courts with like jordan and shoe palace branding and like her her face is all over it um so like we just you know we just went all in like we we helped the community we in order to get the shoe you had to like pass the scantron test and it was like six questions and the questions were like you know how many rings does jordan have and like believe it or not man some people failed so you know we gave them two chances they would like you know go back take it again but it was embarrassing at that point (laughs) like people were really missing like what school did he go to or like oh my god yeah, it was, it was, they weren't hard questions, man. So it was like, what number did he wear when he retired? Like, really like stuff like that. And so it was just, and it was multiple choice. So maybe people were just nervous, you know, I don't know. That's, but there were some people that were like, sorry, man, like you can't like. It's a test. <laughs> yeah, like it's, that's what it is, bro. And, you know, it was, it was, it is what it is, but it was, it was super dope. And so that was like a really cool moment just because it had everything that we like stood for in one, you know? So. All right, listeners, if you buy enough retros, somebody might pick you up in your, in your later years. So keep at it. Keep buying them retros. Keep going, man. Shootpalace.com, bro. Keep going. That's, that's one of the, I remember seeing that and being like, that's just cool. Like it, it, I've never seen a teacher. I mean, you see cool things on Instagram where like yeah. kids buy their teacher a pair of shoes because they know yeah. they liked Michael back in the day or something. But to yeah. like feature and release a shoe around an educator, that's what's yeah. up because that's a whole nother like society issue. But we don't we don't pay enough love to teachers, man. So like that. Yeah. And, and the cool thing about her is that like we still have a program now that's called like the Believe to Achieve program. Mm-hmm. Um, that we do at different schools with different kids that are like at risk and stuff. And so she still comes over and like has that conversation of like, you know, I'm an old lady, I got a shoe, you need to like keep at it. Like, so it's, it's dope. Like she's still part of the family. She still does a lot of stuff with us. And and, and really, uh, I think it's an inspiration to a lot of people. So mm-hmm. it's, it's and a dope story. It's not like a, Hey, thanks for the collab piece. Like that's No, yeah. We wanted to make sure we kept going, you know, for sure. So- I mean, let's just keep it about the kids because Trick Daddy loved the kids. Um, sure. You just released the uh, Air More Up Tempo. And like, I remember DMing you and being like, yeah. what is up with those black and gold up tempos for the kids, yeah. man? Like the Shoe Palace exclusive is just. Yeah. No, I mean, that was that was just a really cool moment in time f- for me specifically because it was I was able to kind of flash back to when I was in those like park rec leagues and. Mm-hmm. And maybe not the best player, but, you know, I still wanted to be part of something. So for me, it was important. And for the team, really, it was important to, like, tell that story of, like, you know, it doesn't matter where you're from, where you're at. Like, you can still be that guy. Like, that's what we wanted to, like, make sure the kids understood that, like, you guys can be that guy. Like, it, it's possible. And then the shoe, 
you know, they didn't know the history behind it, like Cascadi yeah. Pippen and all that, but they were just like, you know, super excited because it was like a black and gold shoe. You know, it goes with anything. Like, it's just a really nice, good looking shoe. And, and Nike really wanted to partner with us on that exclusively. So it was it was a shoe palace only, um, shoe palace and Nike only. So we just wanted to tell, again, the right story. And I think it worked, man. I think those kids were. And then that's funny because like the week after they had a tournament and they won like the tournament. So I like to think I had a little, you know, a little something to do with that. You know, I, I shot the, around a little bit. So in the imagery are the kids are used in the photo, those same kids. Yeah. Those same kids, those, those 10 kids. They won. No, 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 no. This is like an Inglewood, like a team called, it's called 360 basketball performance. It's like mm -hmm. a, you know, it's a, it's a yeah. program. And um, yeah, it's 10 kids, those 10 kids, um, the coach posted and, and reached out to us and we're like, yo man, thanks, thank you guys. And we actually won the championship and we were like, okay, that's all that right. So much happier that those weren't models. I mean, just like- No, they're not. Yeah, like, yeah oh. so, so for a lot of, for, honestly, for a lot of our content, um, we don't really use like real models. We use people that are in like the community of it that, you know, either are trying to be a model or like, you know, just really are into it and have like a cool look that look like everybody else. Like, you mm -hmm. know, I think, I think that's another key part is that we, we don't, we try not to like model up so much. Um, mm -hmm. We try to keep it like organic and like real creatives and things like that. So. That makes me so happy. Cause like at first I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't buy that shoe. But I was like, all right. I mean, like kids are getting it. That's cool. Kids can have nice things. And then like, that's it. I th I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was just like a jersey. You went and like got some jerseys and like, so next level. That's good. Like that's that's why wow, it, it was all like we 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 made them jerseys. We made them hoodies. Um, we gave them the shoes, and then so we presented it before their practice. So this was out of practice. We presented it. We were they were super excited, and then we we're like, part two of this is that we're actually gonna shoot you guys for a commercial, and they were like, what in the yeah. world, you know? So. I think that's what really got them into it. And that's really what made it so good because they were like in it. Like they, I think they were like, this is like, like I gotta, this is like a game, you know, I gotta go in and like, I gotta get these 20 points, you know? Mm -hmm. So they were all super good and they were all really excited. And, and, you know, the coach was dope. The parent, all the parents showed up and made sure that they were good. And so, you know, we kept it safe and, and distant and, you know, it was dope, man. It was really, really cool because they were like real genuine kids that were happy. It wasn't like, you know, here's yeah. your free like type stuff. That's that this brings a smile to my face that I'm hiding <laughs> behind the microphone, but I'm smiling. Um, so another banger here that released this year, um, the new balance nine nine seven with like yes, the sir. war shark, tiger shark, like yeah. shark teeth on the back. Did yeah. did Frank have a hand in that too? Or it was like I saw him rock it a lot. Like I don't know. Yeah, so he he um he works with our our design team, mm -hmm. like he kind of like uh, he's like a what do you call it like a I'm brain farting here consultant yeah yeah like he helps him out so he's like you know he's a shoe palace guy and he helps us out um but that was actually Brian and Joe from our design team so shout out mm -hmm. to Brian and Joe um longtime San Jose like natives and they just wanted uh -huh. to pay an homage to the San Jose Sharks. I see um, it now. We couldn't we couldn't say that because it's not yeah. like an official San Jose shark thing. Mm -hmm. But that was that was the purpose. Like that was the reason for it. So that that's that silhouette and that that color the color block on that was like crazy. So New Balance, as you know, has been picking up this year, man. So like mm -hmm. they just got bangers after bangers, and we were lucky enough to just be part of it and 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 really, you know, that that storytelling was a little bit more like. Or how do we tell this? Like it's a shark thing, but like not San Jose. Like, mm -hmm. So we just wanted to make some cool visuals and and really keep it like beach theme, like summer shit. Like I think it worked, man. I think it worked. I know it sold out in like three minutes online, and um, it was it was a good it was good for me. So inspiration yeah, is okay. Like you don't have to be a direct thing. Yeah. There's a black colorway too, right? There's the yeah. The so it's. The inspiration was like a home away jersey was kind of the uh, intro. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's why we did two different colors. And then, you know, the orange laces give it that like pop or whatever. So mm -hmm. it, it, is, it is just a dope, dope collab that we did. The 997S just has one of the, the coolest heels. 
yeah. speakers and to put the teeth above it this makes it look even cooler like that no, I remember seeing that like yeah exactly that, that's just like dope like yeah i fuck with that um sure. well, one of my favorite shoes like ever which is random as fuck but the continental 80 is one of my favorite shoes that has like okay. ever dropped so it, we were talking about this um before we were recording like approachable footwear is awesome like we did yeah. our end of the year and we, we we kept it all stuff you could probably go buy right now yeah the, the continental 80 is something that like a two-year-old could wear a grandma could wear your wife yep. could wear you like yep. anybody can wear that shoe and and the shoe palace one um really stood out to me because it had like a super luxury vibe to it this yeah. came out i believe 2019 yeah. and like the vintage like a vintage model with the vintage look to it like just yeah. it snaps bro like the reebok does it there's like you know yeah. old looking air force ones old looking jordan yeah. one but the yeah, no. 80s is fire yeah no that was a good that was a really we were we were at the time we were trying to elevate that that shoe that silhouette specifically mm-hmm. and we got the opportunity to um kind of create our own version of it that would be like a luck so we even got to do like re we kind of rebrand the logo of it. We got to mm-hmm. add like shoe palettes to the Adidas um, trifolds. Tri- tri- mm-hmm. um, so it, it was just, for us, it was about the material. It was about the color. It was about just feeling luxury at like, I think it was like 80 bucks. Yeah. Like luxury at like a really good price. Bro. So I think we were able to kind of knock that one out because, you know, the models, those were models. So like those models mm-hmm. were dope. Um, they had a not model look, which is kind of our vibe. Like we don't want them to be like pack sunny, you know, like we don't want that. We want yeah. like a little, a little bit of hood, a little bit of, you know. You yeah. Know. No, you say pack sunny and I instantly have an image in my head. So I, I feel you <laughs> like yeah. oh, that's a great point. So the materials for $80 on the continental 80 are dummy. Like the leather on that are, is nice. Like yeah. it's a good feeling shoe. It it's may not be, butter. I mean, real talk it's not the most comfortable it's like super flat yeah. it's an old shoe it's not new yeah. but from yeah. a look material perspective making a, a concerted effort to make it look more luxurious this really yeah. worked for me and there's like red and green in there which always gives off you know yeah. like a goofy vibe it yeah that's what, that's, that's what it was yeah that Killer. was our point yeah I mean, that's a good color i mean so that's the definition of a good collab right i mean it doesn't I have to so. scream fucking like hey here's a shoe palace shoe but just yeah. like you know, you could be inspired by something like the nine yeah. on sevens. You could have um, a game plan, like making a shoe look make look more luxurious. You can just yeah, do it. Yeah. It's about the details, man, really. Like when we do these collabs, we try not to like super oversaturated with like shoe palace branding. We do like maybe like the tongue, the insole, like small minor things. Like I don't know if you remember the Hirachi, the Junebug Hirachi, the insole yeah. was a, legit when you put it together, it was a picture of the original store, which was Bascom. Mm-hmm. So things like that is what we do instead of putting like shoe palettes on the left and like, you know. Bro, it, there's whatever. like next level details. Just speaking to you now. Okay, there's the San Jose connection. Like you guys are obviously up in San Jose too, but yeah. like the Sharks and then SB Gina. But yeah. then like the Hirachi you're just referring to, um, that just has like red on the heel, like shoe palace, like the red is kind of like yeah. the color, right? Yeah. And then so it was like, like silver, like 3M yeah. all over. And it's like, it's just the, the subtlety of it. Like you don't have yeah. to, yeah. The, like you were saying, have it on the tongue, have it on the insole, but yeah, the June bug, yeah. stupid. So that's where I was going. So San Jose, June bug is a, a Bay area artist. So it's like yeah. from that same area and it's not oversaturated. Like, yeah. It looks like any art collab should look like a piece of art, obviously. But yeah. like, it looks like he did his work on the sh- like worked on the shoe. It's not like all over print elephant, you know. Yeah, no, I think we they worked hand in hand with him on like creating specific piece, like you know, parts for that shoe. So mm-hmm. it, it worked, man. And then like we still have his artwork up at the at at, at HQ. Um, he's mm-hmm. still like a big part of like our like corporate branding and things like that like i think it's just like again like the storytelling and just like the connection to the community all these guys are local all these guys are you know part of that community that we kind of grew up in or they grew up in i'm not from the bay but no you, know, you get it so okay. i think that's that's what's dope man i think that's what's really dope it, and and it is and like it's 
those were just a couple collabs over the past few years and there's yeah. way more than that but it's just like you can go on and on there's nmds there's so yeah. many new balances um there's the puma falling coconuts which is a an rsx like yeah. that should fire um yeah. just when you have a good collab it's a good collab and, yeah, and sure. we'll, we'll end on that this uh let us know if you've ever purchased any of those collabs there i'm kind of I'm not jealous, but like I wish I would have bought those nine nine seven the the great whites. Those are just those are stupid. But um, and and another life. Um, let us know if you picked any of those up, Adrian. Man, I can't thank you enough for coming on here. Man, I appreciate the time. Nah, man. The talking about the brand, um, hearing about how you got into what you do, and talking yeah. shoes was a lot of fun. So sure, um, where can we find you on um, on socials? Man, my social. What is my social? Uh, it's mellow, M-E-L-O, underscore man, underscore ace, A-C-E. Ah, Pretty simple. We spoke about that, too, like old mellow love. Mellow love. Whew, that's my guy, man. That's my guy to the point where I want to get a tattoo of his logo so bad, and my wife will not let me. And I'm, I'm willing to risk it all, man, because that is my guy. My body, my choice. I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, my body, my choice, bro. Like, leave me alone. You know, like, come on. Yeah, because I got a bunch of Kobe stuff, and she was fine with that. Mm -hmm. But then you talk about my boy Melo, and I can't, bro. That hurts. It hurts. He, I mean, everybody talks about how good of a score he was, but unless you go and you were go go get on YouTube, watch Nugget highlights, and go be happy. He was a beast against like LeBron. Like he would, he like yeah. those were some good matchups, man. So it's like whatever. The Laker Nuggets oh, were yeah. good. Were good matchups too. Oh right? yeah, always it a good time, man. It is what it is. Kind of like right now. It was a good time. But uh, yeah, listeners, yeah. make sure you go follow at Shoe Palace so you can check out all the beautiful imagery we've been speaking about. Yes, um, we'll make sure to link to the photos of the basketball team so you can see what we were talking about earlier. Sure. Um, but thank you, everybody. Make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. But I appreciate your time and have a good rest of your day. Peace. Hey y'all, Nick Ingvall here. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a portion of your week hanging with us, and if there are any ways that we can improve the podcast for you, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com slash sneakerhistory and join us for as little as five bucks a month. That also gets you access to our Discord group, which is a lot of fun. Also, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. We just started uploading our videos there now, so you can watch the video version of the pod and a lot more. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. It's a small gesture that can go a really long way to making somebody's day a little bit better. Thanks again, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.